Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today is December 6th, 2019. The poem that I'm going to read today is a poem that I discovered when reading or, or researching a poem that I read a couple days ago by Gertrude Schnockenberg. And this particular poem is called Advent Calendar. And today is St. Nicholas Day. It's December 6th, so that makes it St. Nicholas Day. And... Well, it seems about the right time to start bringing in a Christmas poem here or there. I don't believe I read this one last year. So um, while I will repeat a few poems that just are right for the season uh, over the next uh, three weeks or so, this is one that I haven't done yet and seemed like a good one to kick off the season with. It's a little bit longer, but it's I was I was really intrigued by it and I thought you might like it. This is how it goes. Advent calendar. Bethlehem in Germany. Glitter on the sloping roofs, breadcrumbs on the windowsills, candles in the Christmas trees, hearths with pairs of empty shoes, panels of nativity, open paper scenes where doors open into other scenes, some recounted, some foretold. Blizzard-sprinkled flakes of gold gleam from small interiors, picture boxes in the stars open up like cupboard doors in a cabinet Jesus builds. Southern German villagers, Peasants in the microfrost see the comet streaming down, heavenly faces, each alone, faces lifted, startled, lost, as if lightning lit the town. Sitting in an upstairs window, patiently the village scholar raises his nearsighted face, interrupted by the star. Left and right, his hands lie stricken, useless on his heavy book. When I lift the paper door in the ceiling of his study, one canary angel glimmers, flitting in the candelabra, peers and quizzes him. Rabbi, what are the spheres surmounted by? But his lips are motionless. Child, what are you asking for? Look, he gazes past the roofs, gazes where the bitter north stretched across the empty place opens door by door by door. This is childhood's shrunken door. When I touch the glittering crumbs, when I cry to be admitted, no one answers. No one comes, and the tailor's needle flashes in midair with thread pulled tight, stitching a baptismal gown. But the gown, the seventh door, turns up an interior hidden from the tailor's eyes. Baby presents like the boxes angels hold on streets and stairways. Wooden soldier, wooden sword, chocolate coins in crinkled gold, hints of something bought and sold, hints of murder in the stars. Baby's gown is sewn with glitter, spread across the tailor's lap. Up above his painted ceiling, baby's mouse's skeleton crumbles in the mouse's trap. Leaning from the cliff of heaven, indicating whom he weeps for, Joseph lifts his lamp above the infant like a candle crown. Let my fingers touch the silence where the infant's father cries. Give me entrance to the village from my childhood, where the doorways open pictures in the skies. But when all the doors are open, no one sees that I have returned. When I cry to be admitted, no one answers. No one comes. Clinging to my fingers only pain, like glitter bits adhering, when I touch the shining crumbs. This poem came from Schnockenberg's collection, Supernatural Love, Poems, 1976 to 1992, which came out from... FSG in 2000. If you want to check that out on Amazon, uh, 
go get yourself a copy. You can see a lot of her work. And much like the poem that I read last time, the one that's uh, take the, the paperweight that takes place, or at least, you know, imagines life in a snow globe. This particular poem seems to shift in and out of the poet's life and perspective and in and out of an advent calendar. It seems to be merging the two. Uh, it seems to be an integration of her imagination with her real life, real life with her imagination. And, and the, the lines between the two are very blurry in a way that's quite mysterious. I, I was going to say um, confounding, but I feel like that has a bit of a negative connotation. But to me, it's confounding like a puzzle can be confounding where sometimes you need to just sit with it a little bit. And, and you know, if you sit with it a little bit, some of it sort of unlocks itself. I don't think it's trying to be, you know, obtuse or misleading or offering misdirection or anything like that. But, but due to the nature of the poem, there is some, uh, some overlapping elements, which, which can be a little bit confusing to, to get a sense of what's going on. And I think the integration of scenes that seem to be coming directly from real life and scenes that are found perhaps in an advent calendar are quite mesmerizing and worth lingering over and because of the nature of this podcast and the length of this poem, I can't spend too much time exploring that. So hopefully you'll get a, you'll get a sense of that when I read it again, which I'm going to do in just a second. But all that, that mystery speaks to the confluence um, of sadness and magic that can blend together during the Christmas time. Longing and hope all at once, you know. Um, I think this is a poem that that quite subtly gets it, gets it that there's, you know, as much as anything, there's a mood that's created a mood that I think is worth reflecting on as we uh, progress through, through Christmas time, through Advent. So one more time here is Advent calendar. Bethlehem in Germany, glitter on the sloping roofs, breadcrumbs on the windowsills, candles on the Christmas trees, hearths with pairs of empty shoes. Panels of nativity open paper scenes where doors open into other scenes, some recounted, some foretold. Blizzards sprinkled flakes of gold gleam from small interiors. Picture boxes in the stars open up like cupboard doors in a cabinet Jesus built. Southern German villagers, peasants in the mica frost, see the comet streaming down. Heavenly faces, each alone, faces lifted, startled, lost, as if lightning lit the town. Sitting in an upstairs window, patiently the village scholar raises his nearsighted face interrupted by the star. Left and right, his hands lie stricken, useless on his heavy book. When I lift the paper door in the ceiling of his study, one canary angel glimmers, flitting in the candelabra, peers and quizzes him. Rabbi, what are the spheres surmounted by? But his lips are motionless. Child, what are you asking for? Look, he gazes past the roofs, gazes where the bitter north stretches across the empty place, opens door by door by door. This is childhood's shrunken door. When I touch the glittering crumbs, when I cry to be admitted, no one answers. No one comes. And the tailor's needle flashes in midair with thread pulled tight, stitching a baptismal gown. But the gown... The seventh door turns up an interior hidden from the tailor's eyes. Baby presents like the boxes angels hold on streets and stairways. Wooden soldier, wooden sword, chocolate coins in crinkled gold, hints of something bought and sold 
hints of murder in the stars. Baby's gown is sewn with glitter, spread across the tailor's lap. Up above this painted ceiling, Baby Mouse's skeleton crumbles in the mouse's trap. Leaning from the cliff of heaven, indicating whom he weeps for, Joseph lifts his lamp above the infant like a candle crown. Let my fingers touch the silence where the infant's father cries. Give me entrance to the village from my childhood where the doorways open pictures in the skies. But when all the doors are open, no one sees that I have returned. When I cry to be admitted, no one answers. No one comes. Clinging to my fingers only pain, like glitter bits adhering, when I touch the shining crumbs. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back on Monday with another poem for you.